Welcome to the Shining Light Podcast. This is Pastor Sam. And Patrick, no compromise with Eva Wyatt. And today we're going to get into a, a an interesting topic. In fact, one that is, it, it is an epidemic in our culture, I would say. Yeah, something we've been wanting to get into for a while, but we've been caught up with a lot of other projects, but now we're able to have a little bit of time to start addressing, like you said, something that's in our society, it's in the education system, it's in our churches, it's everywhere, but it's so subliminal sometimes that we don't really pick up on what it is or where it comes from. It's just a part of everything, so it must be good, right? Right. Well, that, that's at least how people think about it. Yeah. And, and you know, really, I would say that we've spent a lot of time uh, in our podcast so far, and, and I think this is important to, uh, to really hit on. We've spent a lot of time talking about history. We spent a lot of time talking about social justice. Spent a good amount of time talking about theology, of course, and, and mm-hmm. we're always going to come from a biblical theological worldview. Um, but this is one where we've done one episode on, on something related to this, mm-hmm. maybe two, one or two. Yeah, it's all kind of ties in. And it really took off. It was on the Enneagram uh, that we did. And we're not doing this because uh, of this issue uh, of, of it taking off. Because we've also written several articles, I think, four or five, yep. six articles, somewhere in that range uh, on this kind of stuff. This is something that, that hits home and it's something that we're in battles uh, about. And you're going to be in battles about this, whether you know it or not, uh, especially if you have kids uh, at home. Um, or have friends or grandkids or anything like that that you know, this is a worthy battle. But before we get into uh, the kids and the schools and things like that that it's sitting at, we really need to lay a foundation for this. And what we're going to lay the foundation for is called New Age. The New Age. Is it really new? No, it's it's kind of, that's the way it's presented. <laughs> it's not new. It's been around for, for millennium, these different various ideas, these false religions. But in recent times, they've been coalesced together into a, a kind of a loose framework of thought. And it, it's, it's heavy on experience, it's heavy on mysticism, it's heavy on Gnosticism, that is finding mm-hmm. hidden knowledge. Um, but the one thing that it's not about, is not about the Bible. So right. it, it, all this is a distraction away from the Bible. To give you something else to think about, to give you what they would call another truth, the Bible being part of truth, but not the whole truth. Now the Bible distinctly separates itself from these sort of ideas. The Bible is the inspired and errant word of God, God's revelation of himself to humanity. Okay, there's nothing needed to be added to that. But of course, Satan is going to add all kinds of things to that to a point where the Bible is no longer even important. All these other ideas and these, these as they call them, metaphysical ideas. Mm-hmm. And what does metaphysical mean? Meta means above and beyond, right? Above or beyond, physical. So beyond what we have revealed to us, that you can seek your own truth. Right, and, and you know, something you said there, Patrick, really um, really got, got me thinking. Uh, you said that they like to go and say that it's, uh, the Bible is, is part of the truth, as part of the truth, but, mm-hmm. but it's not all the truth. And, you know, when I do Bible studies with people, specifically going through and teaching uh, basic doctrine, basic Bible doctrine, I like to do that, build a doctrinal foundation. Uh, and we're, we get into bibliology, the first one, the study of the Bible. That's really the, the starting doctrinal point. You know, if you don't understand the Bible— uh, and how it works together and everything like that, you're not going to understand the theology that it teaches. And I like to, to go and ask the people that I, I go through, I say, does the Bible contain the Word of God? And they must always answer yes. Mm-hmm. And I say, you're wrong. And they go, what? I say, the Bible doesn't contain the Word of God. It is the Word of God. And that's a big difference between the two. And it's not just in a new age, it's across various things, even um, in, in the what's so-called emergent or the liberal portion of the church. 
you'll have people say, well, yeah, it contains the Word of God. So there's some wisdom there. There's some things that we should be listening to, but it's not ordained by God. It's not God's Word in and of itself. Therefore, we get to pick and choose according to what I think, because this is what they're saying to you, mm-hmm. that there's, there's other truth beside the Bible. And so you're thinking, so other truth that contradicts the Bible, the parts of the Bible you don't like, you can find something contradictory in another holy book or another philosophy, and you can kind of incorporate that yourself. So it's a pick-and-choose document. Right. Now, uh, I, I know we've got some philosophical somewhat friends who, uh, who would go and try to pick this apart. In fact, I saw some recent posts uh, where they were saying, you know, sola scriptoria, uh, it, it, it doesn't mean all the stuff that you think it means. And if it means anything other than scripture, the sufficiency of scripture for uh, for being the word of God or being the Bible, if it means anything more than that, then, then you're wrong. And I'm going, well, of course, you know, a, uh, a, a Dell um, computer pamphlet is going to tell you about a computer and the Bible isn't going to tell you about that. And and whatnot, but the reality of it is, is that if the Bible says something about a topic, and something else says something about a topic, we the same topic, we have to understand something. The Bible is more true than whatever that said, because the Bible is total truth on that. Yeah, and, and what Satan you'll see in whatever philosophical system he's putting forward, whether it be in the political realm of say cultural Marxism and social justice, or secular humanism or New Age, he's always trying to give you an alternative but not the truth. Did God really say? Did God really say? (laughs) And, of course, that's the very first lie that Satan told, formed as a question, and the whole purpose of the question is to put doubt in your mind. Because if Satan can put doubt in your mind as to the legitimacy of God's Word, or does God even exist, or is the Bible legitimately God's Word, he's got you where he wants you. And then you will go out trying to find answers, not in the Bible, but you'll seek other answers other places, and, boy, they have a lot of answers for you. But none of them are right. That's right. But you start melding what you think you know in the Bible with these other thought systems, and now you have error. Mm-hmm. So that brings us to a question, though. What is the New Age? What is the New Age, Patrick? Well, we've got a little a little piece here I'm going to read for you because uh, these some you know there's a lot of stuff out there, and uh, we try to get stuff that, that's going to be pretty much succinct and to the point. So we're going to read a little bit here. We got a paragraph here, and we're just going to kind of comment because there's places to definitely stop. Mm-hmm. Um, New Age is a compilation of metaphysical, Eastern-influenced thought systems. These thought systems unite theology, nature, and philosophy. So, okay. So, so wow. So, so it, now, now, some people might be listening, they might be going, uh-huh, uh-huh, huh Eastern religions? Yep. Okay. Well, and if you understand anything about Eastern religion, the whole idea is oneness, with Eastern religion, whether it's Buddhism or Hinduism, it's becoming one with something. Confucianism, there's, um, there's Taoism, there, there's all kinds of stuff. It, it, and so when it starts talking about that, that's always a red flag when it's combining all these things together to become one. But the other issue is, it's Eastern religion. What kind of civilization do we live in and what kind of civilization has the Bible helped frame and what kind of civilization has really flourished the Bible, let me, let me borrow a word from our enemies over there, flourishing, flourishing. Uh, that really goes in, well, what civilization is that? That would be Western civilization. Western civilization that has been ascendant since the time of Christ. The, the Romans were part of what was then Western civilization, European-centered mm-hmm. civilization. So Christianity then took that vehicle that was the most influential in the world 
got into that and then spread Christianity through that system, that Western civilization, in fact, became the foundation of Western civilization. Eastern mysticism and these Eastern religions and these Eastern philosophies and thoughts are totally void and different than Western civilization's Christian-based roots. Right, just totally different. But I suppose we should keep going because otherwise uh, we're not going to have a two-hour podcast here, which would be great for us, but not so much for you. Uh, This movement comprises countless theologies that often center on religious tolerance and moral diversity. Wait, wait, wait. Religious tolerance and moral diversity. Now, those aren't the same thing, by the way. (laughs) That's talk about redundancy. Um, But is any religion truly tolerant? Well, every religion thinks it's um, superior, obviously, to others. Um, There are, though, but in the New Age, they're very accepting. We'll get to that, actually. They put that in here. They're very accepting of everything except for a a dogmatic religion, a Christian religion that claims to be the exclusive truth, which is Mm -hmm. what the Bible does, by the way. You cannot read the Bible and say it's part of a New Age philosophy. The Bible is very specific in what it says and what we're to believe. And they're trying to take concepts and just conceptualize the Bible, allegorically say, well, this means spiritual things in the way that I choose to interpret it. But that's not what the Bible says. Wait, so so you're telling me they're inclusive to all except for those who are exclusive, and they're exclusive to those who are exclusive. And not only that, the specific exclusive people that they're exclusive toward is the same enemy of Satan that has always been, which would be anything of God-fearing, Bible-believing people, and specifically the Christians today. We're the problem. So uh, the the other thing is religious tolerance and moral diversity. Um, Moral diversity, what does that mean? Either there's a moral standard or there isn't. If there's not a God that defines a moral standard, then there's just human opinion on everything else. There is no subjective right or wrong. And this is what Nietzsche said, the uh, nihilist philosopher of the 1800s. Frederick Nietzsche said, there is no God, God is dead. And because of that, there are, there are no moral absolutes. Well, this is what they're also saying. Moral diversity means what? What you believe is moral is okay. What I believe is okay. We each have our own truth. Well, that's not a standard. So there is no morality is what they're saying. That's right. And that's just completely garbage because somebody has to be right. For there to be a moral standard, for there to be morality, there must be a moral arbiter. And what do you base your laws on if you're going to have a society, a civilization that actually does have, and we'll use another word, any justice? There has to be a, a uniform system of that, and it has to come from us higher than humanity. The main phrases or isms that reveal the focal point of New Age thought are feel-goodism, do whatever feels good as long as you're not hurting someone else, and that's not the case, is it? Somebody else is always being hurt, and especially right. you're doing what you think feel good is hurting you too. Mm-hmm. So, um, so there's always that. Moral relativism, which is, you were la- looking at this and laughing because you go, that's situational ethics. And right here it says it's situational ethics. Right. And we've talked about that on this podcast and where it comes from, Joseph Francis Fletcher, mm-hmm. and that whole idea that's been injected into the church, uh, whatever the better, the greater good is done out of love. Of course, that's your well, and, and he goes and defines it as love for himself, and it's, it, yeah, yeah, it's just a whole... Self-centered. It's a whole mess right there. It's not even kind of biblical love. You know, Jesus says, if you love me, keep my commandments. And uh, Joseph Francis Fletcher would go and say that that is legalism and should be avoided uh, at all costs. Because it is an absolute. Right. And then also we have pluralism, which is universal tolerance, universal tolerance of all things, So, except for, of course, Christianity. The phrase New Age refers to the Aquarian Age, which, according to New Age supporters, is now beginning. So we came out of the 2,000 years prior, which they called the Age of Pisces, so they go on astrological signs. 
And now we're in the age of Aquarius. Now, Sam, you don't remember this, and, and I'll butcher this song up, but there's a song back in the 70s, I believe it was 70s, or it could have been 60s. This is the dawning of the age of Aquarius. Now, older people would understand this and hear the song going, that's what they were talking about. Because at the time I heard it, I'm going, what is this age of Aquarius? Is that like a fish place where like, you have fish in aquariums and this must be Aquarius? But no, they were actually talking about it. They were putting these ideas back out then. They knew what they were talking about, but the general population didn't, much like it still doesn't today. But their causes advance much more. And then there's people around my age who just don't know the song. Yeah, you don't. It's not a good song. Yeah, I hate that song, but um, but it sticks in your. It's one of those songs that sticks in your head. So here I did it to myself. Um, this age is expected to bring peace and enlightenment, as well as reunite humans with God. Little G. New Age doctrine says that humans are currently estranged from God due to a lack of insight concerning God's real nature and reality. Isn't that just neo-gnosticism right there? <laughs> Yeah, his real nature. Well, that's why he gave us the Bible, so he could give us his real nature, not subject to somebody else's interpretation or private ideas on things. He gave it uniformly to all of us to reveal his full nature. So nobody could claim, as is being done today, well, actually God is this, or God gave me special insight, and, and let me tell you, you, you need to follow me, not God, because I'm his conduit to you. Okay, Muhammad. Yeah, that's <laughs> many number of these people. So... Um, Let's see. But, but isn't that just Gnosticism, really, there? What we just described? I mean, that's just talking about hidden knowledge and going and using that hidden Looking knowledge. Looking internally, and yeah, and, and discovering for yourself. And, of yeah. course, this is the essence of it. In New Age understanding, mankind is central. Well, guess what? He is in secular humanism, too. The thing is, you keep seeing these same themes that Satan puts forward. It, it, it could either be cultural Marxism, social justice, secular humanism, New Age, it's the same ideas presented a different way to appeal to a different set of people. But it's the same ideas. Did God really say, and then he goes, you will not surely die, for when you eat of it, you'll become like God. And isn't that what it, that's what New Age really is about too, is becoming, becoming your own God. Humans are considered to be divine as co-creators and as the ultimate hope for the future of the world. Wow, we're, we've done such a good job up to this point. I mean, we really don't need God, do we? Look how good things are going right now in the world today and all the world wars and everything we've had without God. That's wonderful. Oh, and like you said, uh, um, Nietzsche was like that too. And so uh, basically that idea of God is dead and we've become our own God. Mm-hmm. Although New Age is generally tolerant of almost any world religion or philosophy, it is opposed to the narrow-mindedness, I actually got called that the other day on Facebook, of Christianity that teaches Jesus Christ is the only way to eternal salvation. Wow, that is exclusive, Pastor Sam. Is Jesus the only way to eternal salvation? That sounds like you're excluding all these other uh, religions. Yeah, well, somebody has to be right, by definition. Because there's only one right, but many wrongs, many opinions. That's right. Only one truth, but many opinions. New Age philosophy is complicated to define because there is no centralized hierarchy, doctrine, or membership. So you kind of like do your own thing, as long as it's mystical and experiential. At its foundation, the New Age movement is a religious system with two main doctrines, evolutionary godhood and global unity. Evolutionary godhood and global unity. So now we've got a Darwinian point of view with that evolutionary godhead. Uh, I mean, not quite Darwinian. It, that, that's where we get evolution from. Yeah, yeah, but in that sense of uh, evolutionary godhead, that's that idea. Uh, really, this is sounding like Jehovah Witness right now <laughs> uh, to me. but uh, Or Mormonism, one of the two. But, um, huh. 
basically we can evolve into our own God. And that's the whole point of it, that we're all part of this. So God, and we'll get this in another notes we've got, but God is not the creator God, not the entity, not the God that we can have a personal relationship with. God is more of an impersonal force. God is energy. And we're all part of that force, so that, that inundates through us. So we're part of that. Therefore, we are part of the divine. And what the big stumbling block of humanity has been is we've not been self-aware enough, we've not been enlightened enough to understand this is our destiny and this is what we should be. So we have those that are enlightened trying to tell us. We have people like you and I that are kind of in the way of all this sort of thing, not believing it. And we're kind of the problems when it comes down to that. So that, that we're all little gods. I mean, you've, you've actually you've heard this in some churches. Oh, like yeah. That's been said, we're all little gods. This is part of that new age idea that we're, we're, we're becoming gods. Yeah. So humanity is, is divine. We're, the next stage of evolution, and they do believe in evolution, We've reached our physical peak. The next stage of evolution is spiritual. Right. And so, um, by the way, I mean, you said, you know, you see this in churches today. Uh, this is basically the emergent church. Yeah. They're, they're, that's very popular. New Age thought is very... And we're going to actually do a podcast on on this sort of thing yeah, in the church. So so that's yet to yeah, come. We're not going to... Covering, covering what the New Age is and just kind of that and giving you a pretty firm foundation is what our, our, our goals are at this particular podcast. But we yeah. are... We have several podcasts yeah. that we're going to be getting more expansive. We're just laying the foundation today. But if you've been enjoying what you're hearing uh, on the Shining Light Podcast, remember to visit us at theshininglightministries.com. Once again, it's theshininglightministries.com. You can also find us on iTunes or Google Play or wherever you get your podcast from by looking at The Shining Light Podcast. You look that up, The Shining Light Podcast. You can find that there. Go visit our store. We've got all kinds of things that are coming up that you are going to want to check out, um, all kinds of new resources that are going to be coming out. So check those out. Uh, but we're talking about the new age today, the new age. So here we're going to go ahead and switch gears from, from this page to this. We actually have notes this time, which is really good for us. Um, it is a religious movement that is, and so we're talking about self-centered. All you need is within you. There's no defined order of sin, repentance, or salvation. So that takes a lot of pressure off people. So there's no hell. Um, and, of course, reincarnation kind of comes into this thought. If you don't get it right the first time, you can always be reincarnated and come back and give it another shot. Hopefully you've learned something from your prior life. But you get to become your own god. The people worship the god of forces. and God's an impersonal force. And promote the Aquarian gospel of Jesus Christ. Did you know that he had an Aquarian gospel? I, I didn't know he had an Aquarian gospel. But, you know, I was, I was really looking at that first phrase there. It is a religious movement that is centered in self. All you need is within you. Uh, with no defined order of sin, repentance, or salvation. You know, that really reminds me of the social justice movement to a degree. Yeah. Uh, because you don't need to repent. Other people need to repent to you. Or, or yeah, even the pagan uh, ideas in the world that since there is no God and there's no moral absolute, obviously there's no designed order. It, since there's no sin, there's nothing inherently right or wrong. What is there to, to repent of? And since you don't have to repent of sin, you've not sinned, since there really can be no definition of that other than just opinion. We have lots of opinions. Your opinion may be different than mine, but in the end, there's no uniform opinion, no uniform standard. So we don't have to repent of that, and so there's nothing to be saved from. Right. Now, you don't need salvation. Question for you, though, Patrick. You mentioned the Aquarian gospel of Jesus Christ. What's the Aquarian gospel of Jesus Christ? So it's looking at Jesus as, as a Christ figure, 
but he was just a man. There's been many Christ. Jesus was just one of them. So like Buddha could have been a Christ, uh, Muhammad, Confucius, all those could be... All, all these guys were... Little were, different kinds of Christ. Yeah, they, they were showing us at the time and in their era teachings that would point us to becoming like them, not, not, not through a God, but ourselves being God. They're showing us the better way in life through different philosophies, right? Mm-hmm. But, it's, but all this is spiritual. So. So, so this is actually cosmic humanism, this idea of the, the that's Aquarian. That's kind of talked like yeah. that, yeah. Yeah, this is cosmic humanism. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that, that's the one thing we got to remember, though, is when we hear the words, because they will, New Age will use the word Jesus, like Jesus and the, you know, the Jesus Christ or the Christ. You have to understand it's not the Jesus of the Bible. And this is something we've right. gone over with, say, the cultural Marxism stuff. There's a lot of people, that will, even in Islam, they will say, Isa or Jesus. Yes, we believe in Jesus. Jesus was a great prophet. And you're going, oh, he was a great prophet. The Bible doesn't say he was a great prophet. No, it says he's the son of God. He is God himself. He's, I am the Father of one. He yes. Says. Uh, he's the savior of the world. Only through him can we find salvation because there is such a thing as sin. It's defined by God. But that's not what we're hearing from here. We're hearing from these folks that God is an impersonal cosmic force, a God of energy forces. He's, you don't have a relationship with that God. It's just something out there that you should attain to yourselves. Well, when it says here, all things including man constitute the one called universal mind, the source, universal self, cosmic consciousness, universal presence, or the force, so it gets in Star Wars, uh, your inner yeah. voice, higher self, or in, uh, intuition, God is an impersonal energy uh, force imminent in all things, including man, and God can be referred to either as she or he, uh, mother or father, God or goddess. And uh, I know we're going to get into this later, but this is talking about the shack, for one, yeah, um, yeah, uh, w- would be one thing that this gets into. But uh, another thing, just looking at this here, this is this is Hinduism. Yeah, I, I, I mean, this is Eastern religion totally. This is this is the movie Avatar. That's what this is. Well, you know, speaking of movies, um, growing up, I was a big fan of Star Wars. Yeah, and I like oh the Force. You know, oh, this is just a movie about good versus evil. But you see that the Force, and when you look at George Lucas, George Lucas was into like Buddhism. Mm-hmm. So. Um, what you're seeing is, is a new age, and this may be kind of hard to swallow for somebody because it's such a popular series, and I, I really liked it up at least till Disney got a hold of it. Um, but what you're seeing there is entertainment. We're being infused with these ideas of, of Eastern religion, of the new age, presented to us in an entertaining fashion in a movie, but it's new age nonetheless. It's not glorifying or personifying the, the person of Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. It's talking about a universe and a possibility of humanity way apart from the God of the Bible, giving the force and these other ideas of the New Age as the defining forces in the universe. Now, that may sound like, well, that that's just kind of minor. And uh, growing up, like, I didn't even recognize it, right? But I'm influenced by that thinking. And there's generations of people and kids that are uh, influenced by this sort of thinking. So um, as much as I've liked Star Wars, I've kind of pulled back from it now because of that. It's taking me away from the God of the Bible. And I can't yeah. do that for entertainment purposes. Right, right. And that's, that's the problem. You know, our entertainment, uh, we really have in this culture become worshipers of entertainment instead of worshipers of God. We've forgotten God uh, because of the amusement. Um, a, no, muse, thinking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no thinking. No thinking that we've been doing, uh, which is exactly where the New Age movement would like to take us. And, and actually what we're building the foundation for is meditation, uh, which they're talking about the emptying of the mind, 
And we're going to talk about how that's wrong uh, coming up, but I just want to give it, throw out that teaser for everyone so that they can uh, tune into the next, next, next podcast. podcast. But, but unity in this oneness idea, and you keep seeing this over and over again, that we want unity, we want oneness. And the unity is not under the doctrine of the Bible. The unity is under other things. Where's our common ground we can find? We saw this in cultural Marxism. It's in the ecumenical movement and interfaith dialogue movements within the church. A unity and a oneness. So what is one? We're all going to become one. We're all going to be globally united in mind and spirit to become one with the universe. We will all be attaining Godhood at once. And the age of Aquarius is that golden age when we make that spiritual leap as humanity, collectively speaking. Of course, these folks always like the collectivist part of things, not the individual or the individual salvation that Christ affords us and offers us through his shed blood. But they, they're talking about this oneness. So anytime you hear from these folks talking oneness or unity, in fact, if, if you hear these things, you're going, well, what are you talking about? Ask them and see what they have to say, but also be firmly enough grounded in the Bible to know the difference because what they do is they will try to pass these ideas as spiritual and part of Christ. They may, well, this is, you know, the Christ consciousness, they'll call it. You're going, you know, I don't remember reading the Bible about a Christ consciousness or the cosmic consciousness, right? Well, and... What a what is a what are some of the common practices then? You know, you're talking about these these comic uh, cosmic consciousness and Christ consciousness. Well, what are some of the common practices that the New Age would use? Okay, so a lot of this comes from Gnosticism and that inner seeking, but they're also borrowing from Eastern religions. So anything that's going to give you this hidden knowledge, this metaphysical type stuff. So there are such things as meditation, astral projection, astral traveling. These sorts of things are what they're looking for. This, this inward seeking, looking for spirit guides. So when you empty your mind and you have these spirit guides, these are either extraterrestrial or spirit beings that are they're supposedly guiding you towards this divinity that's rightfully yours, right, through, through your understanding and knowledge. Um, this may sound grand, and, and people are doing this for power and knowledge and this sort of thing, some of them money, they think that they're going to get all this sort of thing that's being promised. But what, in fact, are these spirit guides in, in reality? Well, I mean, I, you know, the only thing I think of when I think of a spirit guide is when uh, the Witch of Endor brought back Samuel. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, the, it's sounding like a medium right there, these spirit guides. So these are demons. Right. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, and, they are demons. And, and, they are impersonating demons of whatever they have named. Some of them have been right. very famous. There's been one named Lazarus was one of them, and there, there's been several of them that have, that have their own teachings and followings, these so-called spirit guides. But they are nothing more than impersonating demons that are leading each individual and through their teachings as many as they can to your own personal destruction, pulling you into that demonic world, giving those spirits access to your mind and heart. So not just influences, but in some cases, there are temporary possessions, and it goes beyond even that. But we'll get into some of the effects of what this stuff does for you. But it, it's, it's completely wrong. Well, and, uh, you know, speaking about this, we're, we're, we're okay with that. The, okay. The, uh, my timer stopped, and we, I like looking at my timer. Yeah, we've we got a timer down here, so okay. we're, we're okay. Yeah. I've, I'm kind of been monitoring it. You know, I, I don't think that uh, Satan wants us to put this podcast out because that's the third time that that timer stopped, and I've got no idea. There, there should be no reason. We've why. never had that happen before. We've never had that happen before. We must be onto something here. Yeah. So uh, your, your spirit guy's not happy with that. Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> um, you, you know, it's okay because what I'm going go to go ahead and do is channel something in to get it to work. Uh, but, but you know, they do channeling and they use uh, meditation crystals and all kinds of things like that. Astrology, fortune telling, um, and and these some of these are occult also go into the world of the occult. But yeah, all these things are seeking knowledge and information from a source other than other humans and other than a source of the Bible. Other than God, the other source and all these 
is, of course, Satan and his minions. Right. So, well, as we uh, close up, is there anything else we need to know about uh, New Age just as a foundational level? Other um, than run? <laughs> yeah, that's, I, I think we've kind of hit it. And there's, the thing is, when you go researching this stuff, there's so much stuff out there. Be careful of what you're researching. You could be innocently sucked into some things that's actually promoting the New Age. And uh, that's not what we want to do here. We're here to warn you about the danger of the New Age. And it is a very significant danger to you, your family, and even to our society. That's right. Absolutely. So, uh, for the Shine Light Podcast, this is Pastor Sam. And Patrick, no compromise of the New Age, Wyatt. Have a great day.